This is the Kitzer of the fourth Sicha of Ayikra and Chelik Yitzayin on page 22. The Rabbi begins with the Teres Kainim, the Darshans and the Pasik, V'nefesh Chisakriv, Karbim Mincha, that from the extra word Karbim we learn out that one could bring Levaina, Yayin, Shemen, or also Eitzim as a Karbim. Hayachid Misnadev Eitzim. In the Teres Kainim it says, that all of these are compared to the Mincha itself. Just like the Mincha itself cannot be brought Beshutfis, the same is also with Yayin, Levaina, and Eitzim that cannot be brought Beshutfis. The question here is, there is a mission in the end of Tainus which speaks about the nine families that donated wood in the time of the second base of Mikdash, Kasha'olu b'nei ha'gayla le'matsu Eitzim belishka. There was no wood and they donated at that time and they established times for these families to bring wood to the base of Mikdash. And the Pasuk there says, They made a geirol and they set times for them to bring a carbon eitzim in certain dates. And it was a whole yomte for that family in that time period. The question, however, is, how could families, b'shutfis, bring the carbon eitzim? If carbon eitzim is compared to carbon mincha, that cannot be brought b'shutfis. Now, seemingly, you could say that there's a big difference. The carbon that a person brings as a carbon eitzim is actually something that he is bringing as a carbon on the mizbeach. Whereas the eitzim that the families donated to the Beis Hamikdash and there was set times for that is being used for the marocha as firewood on the mizbeach, and that could be brought b'shutfis. But there's a brayz in the Gemara where it brings the machlekes between Rabbi and the Rabbanon regarding the din of donating a carbon eitzim, and there in that brayz he brings the drasha that from the extra word carbon we learn out that you can bring carbon eitzim, and then he also quotes how do I know that eitzim are considered to be a carbon because of this pasuk that it says here regarding these families v'hagiralis hepalnal carbon eitzim. And then it brings the opinion of Rebbe that says that the carbon eitzim has to be treated exactly like a carbon mincha, which requires all the halachis of melach, hagoshe, and then later the Gemara says kemitze, and so on. So the point is, here we see in this b'raise that it's bringing the pasik v'hagaralis hepalna, carbon eitzim, which speaks about the carbonus of the eitzim that the families brought, to the regular carbon eitzim that we learn out that our individual could bring. So how do these families bring this b'shutfis? So the Rebbe explains that to understand this, we have to look first at the idea of the families that brought the carbon eitzim. What exactly was this carbon eitzim? The Rambam in Pirish Mishnayis and in Sefer Ayat says clearly that the eitzim themselves were for the marocha. They were for the firewood of the Mizbeach. The carbon eitzim was a oilas nedove that they brought along with the carbon eitzim at that time. And because of this, they, it was a yamtif and it's asurim by behesp of the betainis. However, the Ritva says that the actual wood itself was the carbon. They sacrificed the wood on the Mizbeach, not as just firewood for the Marocha, but it itself was brought as a carbon on the Mizbeach. Rashi is not clear. When Rashi speaks about this, Rashi says that they brought the Eitzim for the Mizbeach. It would seem from Rashi, similar to the Rambam, that besides the Eitzim, there was another carbon that they brought. But Rashi does not say what that is. So the question here is, what forces the Rambam to say that besides the Eitzim, there was an additional Eilis Nedava? It doesn't say it anywhere in the Gemara. On the other hand, when the Ritva says that the Eitzim themselves is a carbon, it's sort of difficult to understand because the whole point of the carbon Eitzim that they donated was for the purpose of the Marocha. It wasn't uh, as a carbon. It's like the Gemara there says, they were missing wood. So why did they make that itself into a carbon? And we also have to clarify Rashi's opinion, which is not clear in his Loshan. So the point over here is as follows. 
The way we understand the carbon aitzim that his families brought when they donated the wood in the time of the second base of Mikdash is by first understanding the, the din of the halacha that you could bring carbon aitzim. So here there's the machlekes between Rabbi and the Rabbanon, as we mentioned before, regarding the carbon aitzim. <coughs> and the Rabbanon say that it's not exactly the same as a regular carbon. It's not like a carbon mincha with all the halachas of a carbon mincha. But there's a machlekes to shine him about this. Rabbeinu Gershom says that when an individual brings a carbon eitzim, that carbon of the eitzim is brought on the mazbeach for the marocha. It's not brought as a carbon itself, no, but it's, it's called a carbon, but it's, it just uses firewood on the mazbeach. And the Ramam seems to say the same as well. On the other hand, the Ravid says, no, when an individual brings a carbon eitzim, even according to the Rabbanon, that it does not have all the halachas, like a regular carbon mincha, but yet it is a carbon, even if not a carbon gomer. That's uh, their machlekes. So now the Rambam, he paskins like the Rabbanon. And that according to the Rabbanon, the carbon eitzim that's brought is not a full carbon. And even more so, the Rambam says that this carbon eitzim that a yachid brings is for the marocha. And if it's supposed to be brought and donated to the marocha, so then it has to be given over to the tzibur. All wood of the mizbech, the firewood, had to belong to the tzibur. If so, according to the Rambam, when it comes to these families, where the Mishnah tells us that there was a whole celebration and a whole yamtiv for the carbon eitzim that they brought, it's not logical to say that just because of the firewood that's being brought for the marocha, which is not even a carbon really, or not a regular carbon, it's not enough of a reason to turn this into an entire yamtiv and whole celebration for this family. The wood was donated and became part of the money of the tzibur and the firewood and the mizbeach. That's what brings the Rambam to say that, that besides the Eitzim, there was also an Eilas Nedave that was brought along with the carbon. And that was the main reason for the celebration, that they brought a special carbon and a full carbon for this special occasion for the wood that they donated. So according to the Rambam, since he paskins like the Rabbanon, that this Eitzim are not a regular carbon, it's just firewood in the Mizbeach, so it's not at all compared to the carbon Mincha, and this Halacha that it can't be Beshutfis does not apply. On the other hand, according to Rashi, and similar to the Ritva, the carbon eitzim that's being brought, even if it's not a carbon gomer, but it's a carbon. It's not just firewood. It's a carbon of wood being sacrificed on the Mizbeach. And therefore, according to Rashi, the pshat with the families that brought the carbon eitzim is, Rashi doesn't tell us what they did, which other carbon they brought. The Lashon of Rashi is, What that means is, they brought the wood and most of it was used as a donation for the firewood. That's what they needed it for. But then some of the wood they took and they also used it for a carbon. So it was split, part for the amaroche and part of it for the carbon. And therefore we could say that according to Rashi and the Ritva, the chalik that was brought, Beshutfis, is what went to the Marocha. Well, the chalik that was brought as an actual carbon, so that can't be brought Beshutfis. That the Yechidim of the families went and brought from the Eitzim, individually a carbon Eitzim. And therefore it's not a contradiction to the fact that it can't be brought Beshutfis. Now the Rebbe continues, as far as the actual Machlekes here, between Rebbe and Rabbanon, regarding the carbon eitzim, whether it's considered to be literally like a carbon, like a mincha, with all the halachas and all the details, or it's not a carbon gomer and could even be, it's just for the marache. This is based on a general machlaikis that we find between Rebbe and the Rabbanon when it comes to things that it says in a Pasik and a Mishnah, or even in the language that people speak, whether it's to be taken literally and in all its details, or not necessarily literally, and even if it's only in one aspect, that that meaning is, suffices.
So if this is the point over here, regarding this Chiddush of Karban Eitzim that we learn from the Pasik. So Rabbi says that if it says in the Pasik Karban Eitzim, so then Karban Eitzim means literally. And therefore he applies all the halachas of Mincha to this Karban. Whereas the Rabbanan say that it, no, it's not necessarily a Karban Gomor, it's uh, similar to a Karban, and in one aspect it's a Karban, and therefore we refer to it as a Karban. We find this approach of the Smachlaik is between Rabbi and the Rabbanan in many different places. Similar in the Gemara Brachas regarding the mitzvah of saying Kriyashma. According to Rabbi, you have to say it in Lashna Kaidish, because Rabbi says that it, you should read the Kriyashma exactly as it is, literally, Lashna Kaidish. Whereas according to the Rabbanan, he learns from Shema that you can say it Bechol Lashna. It doesn't have to be exactly like it says it in the Torah, as long as it's the same Taichin. So we see the same concept. We find this also regarding when a person builds a sukkah. So the Gemara tells us in sukkah that this Rabbi holds that the sukkah has to be Dalad al Dalad Amas. And the reason is because it says in the Torah, Teishru came to Duru. And Rabbi takes that literally. It should be at least the minimum size of a normal house or room in a house that a person could live in. Whereas according to the Rabbanon, it's enough if Reishe Virubai could enter into the sukkah, even though that's not a permanent dwelling, it's a Diras Arai, but... In some sense, it's compared ke'en toduru, and that's good enough. It doesn't have to be in the fullest sense, like the dira of a person. Another place we find in Sayyidina Noshim, where it speaks about when a person gives a get, and he says, al-menas, that you'll give me Masayim zuz. What does that word al-menas mean? So according to Rabbi, al-menas means that the get takes effect immediately. Once you give the Masayim zuz, so retroactively from the moment that it was given, the get takes effect. Because Rabbi is looking at what happened and what was said literally. And therefore, the get was given now, so the get has to take effect now. And then you have to fulfill the tnai. But according to the Rabbanon, since he didn't actually say Me'achshav, so therefore the Rabbanon say that Almanas means that the get is contingent upon the condition and you have to wait until the condition is fulfilled. So even though the action is taking place now, but we wait, we delay the effect of the get until later because we don't have to establish what's being done and what's being said in its literal sense. Another case we find is Machlekes Mesech the Sanhedrin regarding comparing the halacha of Mi'ila B'meizid to Truma. Rabbi says that just like by eating Truma, if you're a Zor, Yuchayev Misa, it's the same by Mi'ila B'meizid. Because there's Xeri Shava that is learned out from each other, Chet, Chet. Whereas according to the Rabbanon, that Xeri Shava is learned out that for the actual halacha not to be allowed to be Mail B'meizid, but we don't apply it for all the details. We don't apply it for the punishment. So again, we see that Rabbi uses the Gzair Shava in its fullest extent with all the details, and the Rabbanan do not. And then we find a Machlaikis in say the Kachim regarding the Klishadis in the Beis Mikdash, and here it's actually a Machlaikis between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef Bar Yehuda, where Rabbi says that the Klishadis can be made only from a matris. And the reason is because Rabbi Dashin's by the Menorah, a klalaprata klal. It says Menorah, and then it says Avtoir, and then it says Miksha Tayasa Menorah. So Rabbi uses the method of klalaprata klal, which is ke'enaprat, as much as possible to be more true to the details of the way it says it in the Torah. So it's not, even if it's not Zav, but it has to be at least a metal. Whereas Rabbi Yisrael Bar Yehuda takes a more broader approach. It doesn't have to be exact, as long as in one aspect it's like what it says in the Pasik. And therefore he says that this that it says in the Torah Zav Tar, the method we darshan is Ribuy, Miet, and Ribuy. The only thing that we're Memayit is Cheres, which is not Kovedic to use in the Beis Mikdash. But otherwise, it's enough that in one aspect that it's the same, like what it says in the Pasik, that's good enough. Again, following the general approach that Rabbanon hold. And then finally, regarding a person, 
in, that enters Eretz HaAmim in Ashida Tevo Migdal. So Rabbi says that such a person will be Tomei, and Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yehuda says that it will be Toir. And the argument, as the Gemara there says, is whether oil zaruk shmei oil or not. So Rabbi says the oil zaruk is not an oil because a regular oil it does it's not move around that way, and therefore an oil has to be translated literally an oil that's permanent and stable in one place. According to Rabbi Yisrael Bar Yehuda, even an oil zaruk, which is similar to an oil in one sense is enough to be considered an oil, and therefore he will be tired.